Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the Private Purpose Kingdom Network, and this is the show, Self-Expression, and I am your host, Brother Robert Pop-Pop Hudson. And I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode. Uh, no matter where in the world you are, uh, we are broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com, backslash Purpose Kingdom, and we're also simulcasting on Facebook Live. So welcome, everybody, and uh, please uh, have a seat and enjoy yourself. Okay, uh, today um, a lot of special events uh, took place today. Uh, one of them was the uh, food giveaway, um, and um, I guess I never made the announcement, but I'm part of the Philadelphia uh, Boom Program, uh, not officially, but um, I do work with them as a mentor. And uh, this week uh, we did have a food giveaway at uh, 5113 Torres Avenue, and uh, I hope the families uh, enjoyed uh, the food that we were able to give away, and uh, they enjoyed the um, the interaction with the youth that we have at the Philadelphia Boom Program, where uh, they got a chance to participate and help out and give to uh, families in need. And uh, we also like to thank those that came by and just simply gave a donation. Uh, we greatly appreciate that, and uh, we are are glad that, uh, that you show your support in uh, the way that you do. So we thank you so much for uh, doing that for us, for um, for our, the youth that was out there, and for the Philadelphia Boom Program. And uh, thank you so much for, for doing so. Okay, so we're going to get started with tonight's show. And tonight's show is titled, Could Never Cross Your Mind. And I know that some people... Uh, they they may say immediately no, Quentin doesn't cross my mind. But um, from time to time, we do face some great difficulties where we do consider the thought of just giving up, just quitting, just walking away. All right. And so we're going to cover uh, these chapters. Uh, it's going to be um, Jeremiah chapter uh, twenty, verses seven and nine. First uh, Corinthians chapter fifteen, verses fifty-eight. Uh, and then we're going to go through uh, uh, Timothy, uh, I believe it's First Timothy, the 1, 8 and 9, and also uh, Hebrews chapter 3, verses 1, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verses 14, Romans chapter 8, 35 and 39, uh, John 3, 16, Jonah 1, 17, Jonah chapter 2, 1 and 2, Jonah chapter 2, verse 7, and Hebrews 12, 5 through 8, okay? And uh, if you didn't get a chance to, to get that, uh, I'm going to repeat this in a couple of minutes. Uh, but first, I want to share with you um, the uh, flyer we have for today's giveaway program and uh flyer we had. And right here, all right, if you want to be a sponsor, uh, you can uh, just go to that link right there. And for those that want to uh, donate, uh, there's also the number. And you can click on that QC code. All right. And uh, so 
I, like I said, I wanted to share something with you guys. Um, and this is mainly with the uh, the Facebook Live uh, crew. And uh, you can go back on Facebook Live and you can go ahead and share with your friends or, or family members. Uh, so I designed something that will help out uh, for for everyone. This is for everyone. And uh, this is my little give back. So I designed, uh, this is what I designed. And it's a, this is a simple bag. But this bag here, um, it's more than a bag. It's, it's a bag that you can uh, use and reuse. But also, uh, what you put in here is limitless. So let me give you a, a small demonstration of what you can put in this bag or some of the items. So uh, this here is a book, nice size book. Fits right in. Water. Uh, Simple cup, uh, juice, spray, box of juicy fruit, uh, hand sanitizers, uh, hand sanitizers, all right, and lotion. And as you can see, this bag is still lightweight, and it's uh, still easy to maneuver and walk around with this bag. All these items that went into here. And uh, what's unique is this special design that I made with this bag. And this bag is designed this way. Uh, see? And that's how you can fit all these items in this bag. So I have made five of these bags, and I will give uh, five of these bags away before the end of the night. All right? There you go. Nice little bag. Okay. So let's get back to our program. <clears throat> Uh, so now I said I was going to repeat uh, some of the chapters we're going to go over. So real quickly, I'm just going to go over um, the chapters that we're going over through tonight. Okay, and it's going to be Jeremiah 20, verses 7 through 9, First Corinthians 15, uh, chapter 58. Uh, we're going to go to First uh, Timothy, chapter 1, 9 through 8, uh, Hebrews 3 and 1, Second Corinthians. Uh, 5, verses 14, Romans, uh, chapter 8, 35 and 39, John, uh, three sixteen, Jonah, one seventeen, Jonah, 2, uh, 1 and 2, and then, uh, we have verses 7 in Hebrews 12, verses 5 to 8. Okay. So now, uh, we're going to get start, started. <clears throat> you know, uh, sometimes people feel like giving up. And in uh, Jeremiah chapter 20, verses 7 and 9, you know, um, and then basically uh, after reading, you know, this particular scripture, you know, I asked the question, has could never crossed your mind? You know, Jeremiah, like many other men who, you know, who've been, you know, tested, you know, by suffering, and, you know, he was tasked to, to, to do something. And, you know, when he failed to do so, he basically laid the blame it, you know, on God. And, you know, basically he, he blamed the Almighty, you know, and, you know, and he was basically blaming him for his, you know, for the insults he suffered and the body of suffering that, you know, he was being permitted to, you know, by the multitude, you know, but God told him in 1, 18 and 19, 
that all the princes, excuse me, and that was covered in in uh, Jonah verses uh, one through eighteen. That all the you know all the princes and all the, the people you know they would fight against him. But Jeremiah forgot about that, you know, and accused God of deceiving him, which is in uh, verse seven in, in Jeremiah verses twenty chapter. I mean, uh, chapter twenty verse seven. You know, but it was what God had told him to preach that got him in, in trouble with the people. You know, he obeyed God, but the people didn't appreciate basically his obedience, and you know, and how, like uh, many other of us that, you know, we preach, you know, we feel like, you know, we, we feel the same way, that, uh, you know, even though he preached hard to the people, you know, they laughed at him and mocked him, you know, just like John, you know, John the Baptist, you know, he was also mocked for, you know, his deliverance of the word and for his obedience to God, you know, he was also mocked. But he, you know, he kept on. You know, Jeremiah got, he got discouraged and he wanted to quit. You know, um, God knows that, you know, there are plenty of times I felt like Jeremiah, that I, I felt like quitting. I felt like everything that I was saying was going on deaf ears where as though I was, you know, preaching my heart out and it seemed like nobody was listening or nobody wanted to listen. Or it's like the words that, you know, I was saying had no effect at all on anybody that was listening or anybody around me. And yes, you know, it is frustrating, you know, because uh, at that time, you know, it felt to Jeremiah that he had failed God and, you know, his labor and for everything he did, it was all in vain. You know, a lot of times I know that we do some tasks or we do certain things, and we just think, you know, to ourselves, hey, is this all worth it? You know, what is it all for? Is, you know, um, is there, you know, this is no longer rewarding what I'm doing because it, it just seems like it has no effect on anybody. It's like nobody's hearing me. And so we're going to go to First uh, Corinthians fifteen fifty eight. You know, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always bounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And that's also covered in Second Peter chapter three and fourteen. And you know, the Scripture says, you know, as long as you're laboring for the Lord, just know that your work is not in vain. You know, as as long as as you're doing his work, it's not in vain. You know, people are watching us more now than ever, you know, more so under the microscope, you know, we're like more under the microscope to see, you know, how we handle things and, you know, is your faith, you know, really there? People people are, are watching and they want to know, oh, do you have that, that, that wavering faith? that you're preaching about, that you're talking about. Some people want to see if we do, you know, if we can stand that test of that, that, uh, that empty vacuum of when, you know, we're delivering the word or when we're uh, just sitting forth and just preaching to people. You know, Jeremiah made up his mind that, you know, he is spending his life, you know, basically for nothing because, you know, he was a servant of the, of the Lord, and he would do anything that was commanded. And one of the things 
that he didn't handle was he didn't handle that that rejection from the people, that alienation, that part where, you know, people ridiculed or mocked him. And, you know, he was determined to quit speaking, you know, for God, you know, quit speaking the word of the Lord. And he says that, you know, he will not mention him no more, nor speak of his name no more. He says, I quit. You know, and, you know, at, we all feel that way from, from time to time. But we also do have a chance to, even though we do say words that we don't mean and we do, you know, have that 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 crazy, you know, reflection of, you know, that negative energy, you know, we do think about it. And if you look at it, look at what Jeremiah said in the other part of verse 9. <clears throat> and so I'm going to go ahead and grab my Bible real quick. We're going to go to verse 9. And verse 9 here in Jeremiah, we're going to tell you what it says. And what it says is that... Uh, Just give me a second here. All right. So, yeah, in, in verse 9, Jeremiah basically did about faith. When he said, you know, hey, even though he said it out of his mouth, I'm, I'm not going to be preaching the word of God anymore. I'm not even going to mention God. You know, and, and even after, he, you know, he said that, he knew that, uh, he had to he had a, he had a, a, a to really think about it, and so it says, "I will cause them to eat the." Oh wait a minute, hold up. I'm sorry. Here we go. And so we went at verse nine, and it says, "Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name, but his words within his heart, like a burning fire. Shut. It was all shut up in my bones." I was weary of holding it back, and I couldn't hold it not. So he was, he just basically said, hey, you know, th this word is in my heart. It's in my bones. He's like, I can't quit now. It's not time for me to give up. I can't give up. You know, we all think about it, and we go through our little trials and tribulations in life, and, you know, we think that we can't absolutely take another step. We can't do another thing. <clears throat> and you know, some kind of way when we find ourselves taking that other step, you know, my, my father once told me one time, and uh, he said to me when we were working, he says, you're tired? And uh, I said, yeah, I'm tired. I said, I, 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 can't, I can't do anything else today. You know, I took a sip of water. And he says, yeah, just, you know, just sit there. And he said, just relax. And he was like, uh. And you know, give it a couple minutes, and he said, "Go back, go back at it." And I looked at him like he was crazy. I said, "I just said I don't, I, I can't do anymore." And he says, "Yes, you can." He said, "Just take a step back, and you know, have a seat, and give it another go." And I looked at him. I said, "Man, are you crazy? I just told you I, I'm done." And he says, "Well, you know," he said, "We got three more days on this job." You know, he says, "Um, just." you know, sit there giving up. Well, we got more to do. Let's do as much as we can today. And so when we come back tomorrow, we won't have as much to do. And I thought about it, and, you know, I worked for about 45 more minutes, you know, uh, for the first five, dragging my feet, and for the last 30, you know, I just kept going, looking at all the stuff that we had to do, and I said, you know what, 
He's right. Let me see if I can do as much as I can now because that way it won't be as much tomorrow. And next thing you know, you know, my dad's coming over here. Hey, Rob, it's, it's time for us to go. And I'm looking like, wow. Okay, yeah, it, it is time for us to go. But, you know, in the same sense where I was saying I couldn't do any more, you know, next thing you know, I was doing more. So, yes, you know, we, we are, you know, we do find ourselves in that position that, you know, we think that we made up our mind. But just like Jeremiah, you know, did right there in verse 9, before the verse was even o- over, he just renounced himself from quitting. Okay, so um, listen here, and I just and I just want to just tell you right now, you know, there is no place to quit. And, you know, the devil will try everything to get you to quit. You know, uh, that's his main purpose. And if you're a believer in the Bible, if you believe you're in Christ, and you know that the devil is already defeated, the devil is already lost, the only thing and the only place he has in your life is to place doubt in Don't allow that doubt in your mind at all. Even though it may creep in there, just like Jeremiah one way, and then he turned around and he says, no, I can't quit. He, he basically said, hey, I quit. And then he said, you know what, I can't quit. I can't. You know, um, somebody once said that, uh, you know, I, I, well, I heard before is that uh, a quitter never wins and a winner never quits. And basically that's how Jeremiah was. You know, even though he said he's going to quit, he said, no, I'm not going to quit. And although he said I'm going to quit, he didn't give up. And so I'm going to give you some of the reasons why I can't quit. And I hope, you know, it will challenge you to find in your heart some of the reasons to keep going, okay? And reason number one, why I can't quit, why I, I'm not going to quit, is because, of you know, we all have a higher calling. And this is stated in First uh, Timothy verses 1, 8, and 9. And this is also in Hebrews 3, 1. And so I'm going to go ahead and uh, go ahead and uh, read Hebrews 3, 3, verses 1. And while I'm on my way there to Hebrews 3, verses 1, let's see. Uh, I have it right here. And I am almost there. So, all right, Hebrews 3, verses 1, Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus. says it right there. We are all partakers <clears throat> in the heavenly calling. It says, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus. So we believe, and we are partakers of the high calling. So there is no reason for us to quit. I mean, I don't know about you and how you feel about that, but I feel as though that right there lets me know that I've been anointed. You know, I'm a partaker. I am a partaker. I'm a believer in the Bible. 
basic instructions before leaving Earth. Okay, and and the the one thing that you don't want to put in, in doubt is that you are anointed. Okay, you are everybody can testify. Everybody can pray over one another. So don't believe that your prayers have have no effect. Prayer changes everything. Prayer changes everything without a doubt. And uh we you know, so because of, of, of the higher calling. And we all have our own calling. No matter what it is. You know, God did not make throwaway people. God has made it so that each and every one of us have a purpose and a reason for being on this planet. He has not made us to be drug dealers, alcoholics, you know, uh, drug users, pimps, you know, number number runners. You know, he, he had a purpose for each and every one of us. And it's up for you to discover what your purpose is. And look here, friends, you know, you know, there is no place to quit. And, you know, the, the devil will, will just be on your back about quitting, you know. Um, and by him being on your back about quitting, all you have to do is, is, is shake that devil off, you know. And just say to yourself, I have a purpose. I, I, I'm, I'm here. I have a calling. And, you know, the the second reason that I'm going to give you that I can't quit is because because the love of God. And that's in Second Second uh, Corinthians uh, chapter 5, verses 14. And it says, for the love of Christ compels us. And you know what that means. For the love of Christ, it compels us. And you know why it compels us? Because he gave up the... All he died on the cross for our sins. He sent his only begotten son to die for us, for our sins, for our sins. You know, man basically quit, you know, uh, following the Ten Commandments. And God, you know, decided to, you know, uh, sacrifice his only begotten son that he would die for our sins so we could begin anew. And so, yes, you know, for the love of Christ, it compels us. All right? And, you know, it's God's love for me that holds me together. Um, That very love that he has for me, that's why I keep it together. Because he loves me. You know, he, he's, he already paid the price for me. So, you know, I accept I accept that price that he paid because it's a pretty hefty price. You know, if you think about it, you know, in, in terms of, you know, your own personal gain or losses, would you sacrifice your only begotten son for any reason? You know, and I know that answer is no. And it is, it is as well as for me, no, I, I will not. You know, I think God, you know, I thank God for his, you know, for his love for me. You know, it keeps me going, and I, I can't quit. All right, and so um, we go to First John, 
uh, chapter 4, 9, and 10. He loves me when I'm happy. He loves me when I'm sad. He loves me when I'm good, I'm bad, I'm ugly. He loves me no matter what, unconditionally. You know, um, so I want you to look at your look in your Bibles, and uh, I want you to read Romans chapter 8, 35, and 9, and also John three sixteen. And uh, I know everybody's familiar with John 16, but uh, I want you to um, – we're not going to read it together, but I'm just, I just want you to jot these two scriptures down because they are very important, and I want you to remember them. Uh, it's Romans 8, 35-39, and John three sixteen. okay? And this is uh, affirmation that I need you to uh, to read over. And if you, if you want to call it an assignment, it's an assignment. So uh, please, you know, read those, okay? And... Three, uh, the third reason is that I can't quit is because the price is too high to quit. You know, take a good look at Jonah. And uh, God told Jonah to go to, to Nineveh and, you know, and cry out against the, you know, cry out against Nineveh and its people. And this is different and is unique onto what, you know, uh, Jeremiah went to. So the reason why I'm explaining this to Jonah because, there's two things that happen, okay? Um, during the scriptures, you know, things and circumstances uh, change. And there's one thing I want you to know, and just keep an open mind, is I want you to believe in miracles. Because this is a time that miracles can happen, and don't you ever forget it for, for not one doubt that miracles don't happen because they do happen, okay? They do happen. And that is one of the other doubts that the devil want to place in your mind, that miracles do not happen, that the impossible is impossible for this to happen. It's impossible for that to happen. You can wipe that out your mind. If, if you want to believe that, then that means you don't believe in miracles. You might as well just stand out the way and let somebody else respond. Uh, thinking like that, you know, the, the devil is just right there, you know, and he is, is, is trying to place defeat at your hands. When he's already defeated, don't forget, he's already defeated, okay? Don't forget that either. He's already defeated, okay? It's, it's written. It's set in stone. There's no changing of history, okay? It is written. He's been defeated. He's been cast in hell. The only thing he wants is company. If you want to join him, go ahead. Start thinking along those lines. And I hate to, you know, uh, be harsh about it, but, that's just a simple fact. If you want that doubt that miracles don't, then you're on your way to damnation. Because God don't didn't place in our minds doubt. He designed us for success. Success is certain with us. All right, and um, so we're we're looking at Jonah now, and instead of you know going to Nineveh, he went to Tarnish, and. He thought, you know, uh, he could outrun God. And, you know, and that once he was away from his presence, you know, that he he was fine, that, you know, uh, everything will be fine, and, you know, he'll go on about his life, and, uh, you know, everything is everything. Everything wasn't all right. You know, for, for a while, you know, until the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea. You know, everybody on the ship, when this wind came about, they were afraid, and they didn't know what was happening. And 
on the ship were men from different countries, and they had different beliefs. And the only reason why they were on the ship, because they were on the ship to make, you know, money as merchants. And so they began to call to their God, you know, and they were, remember Jonah coming on board. And so they remembered that Jonah was down in the hold in the ship. And when they came upon Jonah, Jonah was just sleeping, you know, peacefully, you know, and um, they woke him up and they told him, they said, uh, hey, you know, uh, whatever God you have, call to your God because, man, things are just in disarray. Uh, it looks like we're about to go down. We've never seen any wind like this whipping the ship about. Like it's going to basically, you know, we're going we're going to go down. So we just want to make sure that you pray to your God too because uh, we're going to do everything we can possibly to not have, the you know, the ship sink. So they knew he was uh, running from God because he told them. You know, he says, uh, I, I'm your problem. And he also told them, you know, hey, uh, I really made God angry. You're got, you probably, if you want to save yourself, you probably want to cast me overboard. And um, basically, they just said, hey, you know what? I get, Well, you know what? This problem will be solved if we, if we do throw him overboard. And you know what? They, um, they threw him overboard. And God had a well prepared for Jonah, you know, to be swallowed up. And um, once he was swallowed up by that well, Jonah had realized what he had done. And so we go to verse, uh, go to Jonah verses, uh, chapter 1, verse 17, and it says, Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. Notice uh, at first it was stated that a whale swallowed Jonah, and then it says he was in the belly of a fish for three days, three days and three nights. And I'm going to tell you how miracles happen. Because you can get swallowed by a whale, but a whale's internal organs will crush you to death. So you won't survive for three days and three nights. But in a fish that big, you could survive for three days and three nights because the fish, um, their body is not designed to crush and eat their food. So what had to happen, if you want to scientifically approach this, is that the whale was a whale when he swallowed him and traveled all the way to Nineveh and became a fish. And you can say, well, how can that happen? Don't ask me. If it's a miracle, it's a miracle. Don't ask anybody to explain miracles because that's how miracles work. All right? And so when a miracle happens, don't question it. Thank God. Just thank God. All right? So we're going to go on to Jonah chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. And um, I'm just going to paraphrase it. Okay? So then Jonah, you know, prayed unto the Lord, you know, his God, out of the, the fish's belly and said, I cry by reason of mine, my, for mine affliction unto the Lord. And he heard me, out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. And so we're going to go to Jonah 2 and 7. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, the Lord after Jonah repented, the whale vomited him up. 
He was ready to preach. Like I said, notice from from different times, it was a whale, then it was a fish. The only way to explain that is a miracle. And so uh, after Jonah was vomited up, uh, Jonah was now prepared to preach. So let me tell you, my friends, you know, um, don't think for one minute that God doesn't have a well for you. God has a well for you. And at any time, you know, you think that uh, he doesn't have a well for you, oh, yes, he has a well for you. If you're running away from him instead of towards him, embracing him, if you're doing everything but what he told you to do, He's got a well coming for you. He's got a well coming for you, and it doesn't have to be the metaphorical well slash fish. But he's got your well, in quotes, I'll do the air quote. He's got your well for you. And trust me, you better be ready. You better be ready to repent and go ahead and do what he asked you to do because, you know, God is a perfect gentleman to a certain point. Um. He's gonna he, he's gonna ask you, he's gonna prize you, he's he's gonna do whatever he needs to do to get you to do what he wants. But you know, unlike you know certain animals like uh like bears, you know, bears have no choice and compelled to sleep in the in the winter. But us as humans, we do have choices, which he gave us. So what we do with those choices and how we make those choices is totally up to us, but we want to make sure we make the right choice. We want to make sure that, you know, that we're in, a, in the best atmosphere. If you, your your goal is to go to heaven, you want to make sure you're in the right light, you know, for God to to understand that you appreciate him and that you're doing what you can do <clears throat> um, as far as being obedient. And so we're going to go to Hebrews uh, chapter 12, verses 5 and 8. And uh, and get to this really quickly because uh, it seems like I, after you know an hour it seems like a long time at first, and then next thing you know, uh, your hour is up. So let me see. Let me see if I can get to Hebrews real quick. And uh, we are going over Hebrews uh, chapter twelve. And it's going to be verses uh, 5 and 8. All right, in uh, chapter 5 it says, And you have forgotten the exhortion which speaks to you as to sons. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged where you are rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son who he receives. If you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom is a father does not chastise? But if you are without chastising, or which all have become, then you are illegitimate and not sons. And basically he's saying, you know, he's saying um, spare the rod, spare, you know, spare the child, 
something like that. And basically he's just saying if, if you live a life where you have not been, you know, chastised, you haven't been corrected, you know, all your life has been going about doing, you know, um, every little thing that you wanted and, you know, nobody was, was there to correct you, um, that's, not the, that's not the way. You know, everybody gets, you know, uh, has to face, you know, their parents or their legal guardian or whoever's in charge of them. And, you know, nobody grows up. Sometimes we do have to be corrected, and sometimes, you know, it may take a little whack here or there. Uh, but, you know, the whole thing is is that, uh, you know, you don't know right from wrong or the, the right or proper way to conduct yourself until, you know, you've been chastised. Uh, whether verbally or sometimes, you know, through other means. Uh, you know, so that that's basically uh, how, you know, we should, you know, conduct, you know, our lives and like the message of, of Jonah. You know, Jonah, he, he, you know, he repented. You know, he when he repented, he repented almost before, you know, when it was too late. <clears throat> And he says, you know, now, you know, uh, once he was out of that well and he realized, like, you know, what a close call it was, he was ready to preach. And, on, you know, on top of that, he was like, hey, you, you know, you want me to go anywhere else besides Nineveh? You know, he says, I- I'm here. You know, I'm here to preach, God. Uh, just, just let me know what I got to do. And, you know, sometimes we wait to that last minute and then we says, oh, you know what? Yeah, now, now I want to um, do what you want me to do, God. Uh, now uh, I'm ready, you know, and this is at the time where, you know, God got so many of us that he might change his mind. I'm not sure what God's going to do, but what if he decides to change his mind and says, I no longer need you since you took so long to answer, to answer me. Have I not answered your prayers, you know? He, he, I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm not God, and I'm not going to say that's what God's decision is for, for you. But, you know, my thing is, is that if you have a calling and God has called on you, to so go ahead and, and use your talent and, you know, uh, show God what you got and, and go ahead and, and, and go for it, you know. Put, you know, put whatever was placed in you out there in the world. All right, so... uh <clears throat> We're pretty much uh, done for tonight's show, so real quickly, uh, I'm going to go to the call of salvation, and then I'm going to make the announcements for um, for the show. All right, and if you, this is uh, something that we do every night here on Purpose Kingdom Network. It's called the Cal- uh, Call of Salvation, and this is where you get an invitation to uh, make it right with the Lord and be closer to Him. And if you uh, just, you know, want to get closer to him or you just want to rededicate yourself because some people, I know they say, hey, I've been baptized, but some people have been backslidden and they need to get back into right relationships with God. And one of the best ways to do that is you can say it, what I say, or you can just say it in your own way and say, hey, uh, God, I appreciate the sacrifice of sending your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to the cross to die for my sins. And I do believe that he rose three days after his execution on the cross and came back to life as a new resurrection. 
I'm turning my life over to you, God. I'm turning my life over to you, Christ. I accept the gift that you have given me. And once you say that or something along the way, and like I said, you can say it in your own words. You can just let someone know. You can call your mom, you can tell your neighbor, or you can just shout it out at the top of your lungs and just let them know that, that I accepted the Lord and Jesus, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as my as my Savior. You can, like I said, you can say it anyway. You can text somebody even, or you can call us here at Purpose Kingdom Network where, you know, uh, we're a church without boundaries where you can uh, just listen to us almost each and every night, uh, where you can just uh, feel free and comfortable until you find that church home. And that's the next thing I suggest you find, which is a Bible-believing, teaching, sanctuary that I know you in the Word of Christ. And like I said, we're here every night here at Purpose Kingdom Network, where you can join us. <clears throat> All right, and so uh, I'm going into the announcement. All right. Uh, anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. When we do a live show, you can call in at the phone number of 319-527-6091. And anytime you want to talk to the host, you can press the number one. <clears throat> Kingdom, where you can like us, and uh, we'll accept your, your friend request where you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements. And uh, please feel free to just pop in and say hello. Uh, also, Purpose Kingdom Network has its own radio network, which is pkn.com. Uh, there you can hear, listen to 24 hours of music of inspiration. And from time to time, we make our announcements, and we may uh, have a rebroadcast of our show. All right. Um, and let me see. Let me see. Not, I'm not going to forget anything. Okay. If you want to um, send us an email, you can send us an email at purposekingdomnet at gmail.com where you can send your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a prayer request. We gladly honor that. Um, also, uh, we are broadcasting anywhere where uh, podcasts are broadcasting. So uh, you can go to iTunes or you can go to, uh, to any of any places where they, they you know, um, broadcast or the uh, showcase podcast, you can uh, get us there. All right. Um, well, guys, we guys, bless you. Hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour. We're going to have Study for Life with Pastor Toy Daly. And once again, well, guys, we guys, bless you. Hope you join us tomorrow evening for Study for Life with Pastor Toy Daly. Uh, please feel free to tell a friend or a family member that we're broadcasting at Purpose Kingdom Network. We'd like to thank each and every one of you, no matter where in the world that you're listening to us, uh, that uh, that we're on, that you're telling your friends and family members that we're on the air. All right? And um, just remember, you know, uh, don't quit. You know, we're, we're, we're too close to, you know, making a breakthrough. And the devil is going to put in doubt that we that it's okay to quit. It's not okay to quit. You know, it's not okay to quit. You know, so much has gone in just you. You know, of course, we're going to have trials and tribulations. Yes, some things are going to be very tough, but you have to hang in there because you never know when a miracle is coming around the corner. The miracle can't come through if you quit. If you quit, you can't see the miracle. 
If you quit, that blessing can't get to you. If you quit, you know, that person that's supposed to be in life is not going to be there. You know, so don't quit. Don't give up. Don't give up. All right, and with that being said, hey, it's been a blast uh, being with you guys uh, tonight. Uh, Taking the time out just to listen to me. And uh, don't forget, I'll be on in two more weeks uh, from now. Um, I'll be black here in two weeks. Uh, And uh, once again, a special shout-out to the Philadelphia Boom Program. And uh, thanks for the people that uh, showed out, uh, helped, and, you know, uh, donated. And, uh, you know, God bless those that uh, received the goods that, you know, we gave out. Uh, That's what we're there for today. And uh, we just uh, are happy that everyone uh, safely, you know, got their goods and, you know, uh, made it home all right. And uh, once again, uh, we were donating at 5113 Torzo Avenue. Uh, we do that the last Saturday of every month. So uh, next month, uh, don't forget, uh, at any time, let me see if I can uh, flash this phone number here. Uh, and I'll also read it out. Uh, this is the number for our Philadelphia Boom program, and that number is one eight six six eight two zero B O O M. All right, so uh, you can go ahead and call there. You can sign up for uh, our to be on our email list, and um, you know, so uh, everyone. Uh, take time out to love yourself. If you can't love yourself, there's no way that you're going to, you know, have time to love someone else. Uh, so we just uh, appreciate each and every one of you for just joining us for tonight. And I'm going to call it a night. And uh, everybody be blessed. Jesus bless. He raised me. I will not lose. He saved me. I will not lose. I will not lose. Never wanna see you down. I will not lose. Save me. I will not lose.